Hello and welcome to Renew by Down to Earth Ministries. My name is Isaiah Powell, the founder and director here at DTEM, and I'm going to be your host for today's episode of Renew. And today we're going to be talking about how to float when you should be sinking. If you have your Bible and you're able to, maybe you need to pause this, or maybe you're listening to this over the radio and you're not able to pause this and open up your Bible, but if you are able to, open it up to 2 Kings chapter number 6, and we'll be reading the first seven verses. Here the Word of God says this. It says, And the sons of the prophets said unto Elisha, Behold now, the place where we dwell with thee is too straight for us. Let us go, we pray thee, unto Jordan, and take thence every man a beam, and let us make us a place there where we may dwell. And he answered, Go ye. And one said, Be content, I pray thee, and go with thy servants. And he answered, I will go. So we went with them, and when they came to Jordan, they cut down wood. But as one was felling a beam, the axe head fell into the water, and he cried and said, Alas, master, for it was borrowed. And the man of God said, Where fell it? And he shewed him the place, and he cut down a stake and cast it in thither, and the iron did swim. Therefore he said, Take it up to thee, and he put out his hand and took it. And here we have the story of Elisha. Now, most of us are more familiar probably with the prophet Elijah. And oftentimes, things about Elisha get overlooked. And oftentimes, even on stories that we, we know of Elisha, uh, we say Elijah instead. But this here is Elisha. And at this point, he's got what the Bible refers to as sons of prophets, or kind of like students that he has under him that are learning the ways of God. And they're training and they say, the house we're in, the building we're in, is too small for us. Their wording was too straight for us. Not meaning that that it was built really nice and square and it was just too straight, too nice of a place. No, that it was too small for them. So they said, can we give us permission to go to the River Jordan, cut down some trees, and let's build a bigger place that can fit us. And so he, the prophet Elijah gives them permission and they say, come with us. And, and he goes with them. And then you have the incident where one of these students one of these sons of the prophets one of these young men is is cutting down a tree he's felling a tree and his axe head flies off and lands into the river and sinks and i don't think that this is because the student is being careless it just happens it actually happened so often back then. Now today with modern axes and things like that and how the way technology is and, and how we've learned to properly attach an axe head to the end of a stick of wood, it doesn't happen as often. But back in the day, it happened a lot. So much so that in Deuteronomy chapter 19, it ended up in the Jewish law. And what... And this passage here in Deuteronomy in chapter 19 talking about sanctuary cities and places where people could go in case they accidentally killed someone. They could go there for refuge. And the example that the Bible gives is that of a, a man and his neighbor going off into the woods to cut down trees. And the axe head flying off, hitting his neighbor in the head and accidentally killing him. And so it, it happened so frequently that it ended up in the Jewish law. So this wasn't something where this this worker was just being careless. And really he was maybe being careful in consideration of if this did fly off, it lands in the river and not on my neighbor's head. And so stuff in life just happens. That's just how it is. Sometimes the axe head is going to fly off of the handle. 
um, so to say. And if we equate this story with our life, if we put ourselves in place of this, of this young man, the student of the prophet, and the axe is our life and our actions and our purpose, and just like how this student is working and he's trying to serve God, he's trying to build this building, he's trying to build up this house of God that they're going to stay at, just one tree at a time, just one soul at a time, we're trying to build the kingdom of God. And so let's look at some quick observations from that viewpoint. First thing that sticks out to me is that we're not really told what he said to, why he said what he said to Elijah. All we know is that he just said, Alas, master, for it was borrowed. But maybe he knew Elisha could do something about it. Or maybe he just didn't even know what to ask. And sometimes there are times in our lives when everything just seems to be falling around, apart around us and life just, just seems to be sinking. And it can often be that we just don't know what to ask. We think, hey, man, is there even an answer to ask for? Is there even a fix to this thing that we don't even know about? But we just know that we can go to God. Know that we can go to the one who has the answer. We might not always know what to ask, but we can go to the one who has the answer. And second thing I notice here is that this, this man realized that he could not fix it himself. Now, it doesn't specifically tell us this, but really, if he did, this would have been a much different story, and he would have just reached in and grabbed, grabbed the axe head and solved it himself. Another thing that I quickly observe is that it, it, if it had fallen into some clear water or shallow water, he could just see it, reach out, grab it. And so the axe head obviously fell into some deep and murky water. And isn't that how everything is when life seems to begin to sink? That everything around us is deep, murky, dirty water hovering around us, and we just can't really see a way out. The next thing is that this axe head was borrowed. And though it was his to use as he saw fit, it wasn't his to waste away or to destroy. And man, how much better would we be if we treated our life like it was borrowed of God, rather than act like it's just ours to waste away as we see fit. And then finally, a couple observations about Elisha's solution. Now, I don't notice any trickery or even a step-by-step -step process, but rather just a simple action built upon faith that God would do something. And I've heard some preachers and even commentators suggest that there was some sort of miraculous transfer of ability of the wood that he threw into the water and the iron to make it float. Like Elisha and the students gathered around together and discussed what floats and why does it float, and then decided that this stick would float, and if we throw this in, that maybe the iron and the weight and the density of, of the axe head would switch spots with the stick, and then that axe head would start to float. No. Rather, really, the tale that we have is that Elisha walks up and says, all right, where, where did it fall in? And, and the student says, right there and points and then Elisha cuts down a stick off of a tree and says right there and throws the stick in and then the axe head starts to swim the Bible says sometimes I think that we overthink the Bible it could have just been as simple as what the Bible says we see a simple conversation here with the one who could solve the problem helped 
and a simple step in faith and that God would do something, let that axe head swim. So we need to be willing to open up to God about our problems and reach out and grab for his help and see those problems fixed. There are going to be times in everyone's life when things seem to be deep and murky waters rising all around us. And as life seems to be seeking deeper and deeper as we drown farther and farther down, but we can turn to the one who has the solution, even when we don't know what to ask for. And faith in the one who can give us the breath of life that we borrow, faith in that God to work can cause our sinking life to float above the troubled waters around us. If we want to float when everything is like rising deep in murky waters, if we want to float when life should be sinking, we need to have faith and to call out to the one who has the solution to reach out in faith and grab hold of the arm that is reaching out to us to uphold us. We need God if we want to float in this life around us.